Hey everyone, welcome back into Triple Battle Podcast, where we talk all things NFL, provide weekly game breakdown and analysis, talk fantasy football, betting angles, and of course, dedicated Dallas Cowboys content. I'm your host, Trev, and I'm joined here by my co-host as always, um, my man TP, as well as Hefe. Start with you, TP. How you doing today? <clears throat> as you can tell, my there's some sort of like frog in my throat or whatever. But all has been well, man. I got two hours in the gym today. I uh, got to read a little bit of David Foster Wallace, Consider the Lobster. It's very exciting content. You and I were just talking. I have about 34 books that I'm going to try to get through in 2023. So it's going to be a fun journey. Yeah, so I love books. So that's that's exciting, man, for real. And um, sorry you're feeling down, but, um, you know, we on the pod. So, you know, hopefully... Um, that'll make you feel a little bit better, at least your spirits, if not your um your physical condition. But um, that's good, man. Good, man. Hefe, what about you? What's going on? Uh, man, you know, you know what it is. I'm over here. I'm living the dream. Uh, doing what to do. You know, just just living. Got back from work. Long shift today. A couple hours in between, and you know, now here we are, ready to go. Um, so why not get right into it? Um. Today, we're going to start things a little differently. Um, and by now, most people around the world already know what happened uh, with the tragic incident on Monday Night Football. Bill's safety, DeMar Hamlin, went went to make a play on Bengals wide receiver, T, uh, T. Higgins. And when he got back up to his feet, you could see him just adjust his helmet just a little bit. And then immediately, he proceeded to fall right back to the turf. Medical personnel ended up responding very quickly, which was really good. And Hamlin was taken to a local uh, medical facility. And we would soon learn he went into cardiac arrest. Uh, at this time, DeMar has been able to progress remarkably. Um, and I actually work for a bunch of cardiologists who are very impressed by his uh, recovery at this rate. And they honestly can't believe it. Uh, they are in shock themselves. Um, but for someone in his position, uh, he's been able to take his breathing tube out now. And he actually had a video call with his teammates. Uh, during that call, uh, Hamlin would make a heart gesture uh, with his hands. He gave a thumbs up. He flexed both his arm muscles and simply had one message for his teammates. Love you, boys. And with all that said, we here at Triple Babble would like to send our prayers and condolences for a tragic incident that took place on Monday Night Football. And now we will take a moment of prayer. A prayer, I'm sorry, a prayer of silence for DeMar Hamlin. All right, DeMar, man, God has a plan for you. Your job is not over, and it is not done. Uh, do you guys have anything you guys want to add before we get, uh, get into Sunday? I mean, Saturday, I'm sorry. Yeah, I just want to say that. Um, everything I've heard in the past 24 hours has been just really positive about this guy um, and his recovery. And it's really cool to see the impact that he had. Um, he had a toy drive that was, um, you know, I think he had set it for like $2,500 um, since, you know, Monday night uh, up till today, you know, and today is Friday. It's um, been able to get over like five, $6 million, um, which is really awesome. People, they're just looking for a way to support him. Um, and, you know, they saw that and the support has just been coming in. So I think that's really awesome just to see people um, come together like that. So, um, but I'm happy he's getting well. Happy he's doing a lot better. Um, it's good. 
TP, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, no. Um, well, first, I just want to tell the viewers, like, the reason I smiled when you had said that, because you, like, kind of corrected yourself when the moment of prayer does suffice instead of saying prayer of silence. That was the reason I smiled, but no. Um, it's, um, it's excellent to hear that he is recovering at a, um, you know, faster pace than what is expected. You know, it was brought, saw, we were having a discussion with a couple of people, and somebody had mentioned something about, like, Comodio cordish or something along those lines, where they're saying that the heart, you know, instantly just turns off. And that's what some people were thinking that was that is what had occurred. So, you know, to hear that, you know, he had some um, critical condition, obviously, was a bit better than obviously him just his life being over completely. And then, you know, just over the state of progression, like obviously, you know, you're not going to be like, oh, well, it's just a heart attack. You know, that sounds like insane to say. But, um, you know, the fact that it was his heart attack and he's being able to recover, you know, hopefully he'll be able to get back on the field and, you know, do what he does best. Um, you think he'll play again? I mean, I mean, um, um, I was, there was a, there was a video that was um, circling, I think it was uh, cycling on the internet. This guy, I think it was out in Cleveland. They were talking about um, how the NFL doesn't really take care of players and they think he's only in his, like, his second year, so he doesn't actually have access to the NFL pension and just some of the things that the NFL doesn't necessarily do for players in circumstances like this. And so, you know, in the event that he doesn't play again and he's, you know, kind of caught in the situation where he is never really the same again and he's having to be taken care of with this, that, and the third, you know, it's going to be a situation where a, you know, if the NFL doesn't do anything, all of this that they've said, like, Oh, you know, all of our thoughts and prayers and, you know, the Bills team will be canceled the game for the sake of the Bills and the Bengals and mental health and, you know, for the sake of the players and him and in his honor, it'll all be for naught if they don't do anything for him or for his family at the end of the day. Yeah, the NFL they, actually announced they are going to cover his uh, health care for life. Um, oh, so they did announce yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, because he's, yeah, he's only a second-year player. He's not fully vested into um, the NFL's system just yet. I think it's three or four years. But, um, yeah, they announced yeah, that they would do that already. Yeah. That's good. So, yeah, so I guess they don't have to worry about that because that was a – I feel like that was a point of contention for some, um, you know, listeners, viewers, analysts, players in the NFL, things of that nature, just people – you know, being a little bit insensitive to the situation. So, but, you know, the fact that that, you know, that, that speaks volumes to the NFL. Again, the NFL has a history of doing the opposite, of, you know, not taking care of players that are in need. You know, obviously we have the whole CT situation with certain players and their history post the NFL. So it's glad, that, you know, it's excellent to see the NFL is, is making steps in the right direction. So well done. Well done. Uh, to answer your question, Trev, it'll be very interesting to see if he ever does play again. Um, I think he wants to. I don't, I don't think he should. I don't think he should either. Um, yeah, I don't. I it's don't a very trick. It's a very not. tricky. Um, very tricky question. Um, he's he, he's like he's young enough where he's, he's like you know other injuries you know besides something like that he could probably you know bounce back from but. I feel like with the heart condition, it's it's not something that just happened and then you're fine and, you know, you're okay. It's not, like, you know, it's not a broken bone. It's, you know, that's a lifelong thing you're probably going to, like, have with you. And it, not even football, but just something in your life could trigger that and it, it could be a problem for you. So I football seems you, like the worst occupation to have, to have, you know, <laughs> that type of thing going on. 
I, I will tell you this, uh, being in the cardiology field for what the past, uh, I believe it's been 14 years now. Um, I, I believe he needs to stick with those monthly, weekly, whatever appointments he needs to go and see the cardiologist and, and, and just whatever the cardiologist advises him to do as far as his career, that is where he should go. Um, other than that, uh, prayers to the man. And hopefully he does something um, that he's proud of after this. Um, but yeah, uh, with all that said, fellas, let's go ahead and uh, recap week 17 and and talk about the playoff picture, man. Um, one of the first things I wrote down is uh, the Giants, man. They clinched a playoff berth since the first time since 2016. Uh, somebody who's in our own division, not not really a fan of this, but I'll tell you, I will be rooting for them and I will be a fan of them all this week. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but I am definitely rooting for the Giants this week. How do y'all feel about the Giants clinching for the first time since 2016? Um, I like their coach a lot. I think he's a candidate for coach of the year. Um, Daniel Jones impressed me this year. Um, I mean, he just really, uh, stepped it up. I mean, in the face of, you know, missing a lot of skill position players or, you know, the, maybe the skill of them wasn't, you know, what other teams had, especially in our division, and he still, you know, did everything he could with uh with what he had. Saquon had a really good year too. So I mean, all around, I mean, um, the defense uh you know started to come on a little bit later um in certain matchups. But yeah, good good team, um, good coach. Uh, they definitely bounce back. They definitely bounce back. And you know what happens when the Giants get in the playoffs? They always try to make some noise. No one ever expects them to go, you know, go far, and then <laughs> and they do something, but. Uh, we'll see what happens with them, but yeah, I like their coach a lot. I think he could win coach of the year this year. I'll tell yeah. you this I've been telling a lot of people this if they play the Giants in the first round of the uh wild card round, that's a that's a Giants game they can win, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, as far as, far as well, I guess with certain matchups, I don't, I don't really see the Giants beating San Francisco. That's that's the San Francisco 49ers are the basically the boogeyman of the NFC, in my opinion. I don't but, know Christian McCaffrey. He just got banged up a little bit. Um, Debo, who knows if he plays this week? He's been out for a little while. Brock Purdy's still a rookie. Anything can happen. That defense is insane. And the you're right. That defense Giants, is insane. The Giants' offense. Yeah, I mean we're you're just talking about it. You know, for what it's worth, Daniel Jones, or you know, for what he, the pieces he's had, Daniel Jones has made fucking lemonade from shit. So, he did. but it, it's he really it's did. not gonna be. He's not gonna have that opportunity against the the Dre Greenlaws, the Fred Warners, the Bosa's, Yeah, exactly. The Bosa's seventeen and a half sacks this year. Yeah, nah. Um, I saw Tracy. Nah. Uh, what was his name? The backup quarterback for the Cardinals. Man, I saw him out there slinging against that 49ers defense, throwing that I'm football McShirley. around. Yeah, McSir- That's yeah. I saw him throwing that football around. Man, he made it look like. And, um, him and the kid, um, what's his name? Stidham from the Raiders. Yeah, yeah Stidham, sure. bro. Stidham's not even Stidham's yeah, not Stidham good. looked nice. Hey, he, he looked, looked nice. He looked, looked nice good. against them, man. He looked yeah, nice he looked against good. them. You'll think it's Daniel Jones could do that. It's the same. <laughs> Stidham, Stidham, that. Stidham, Stidham didn't even play all year, man. This dude just hopped in the he game. He just hopped in. Everybody's a professional, man. It's, it's the next man up. <laughs> but the thing is, you so, no so Daniel, so Daniel Jones could carve up that defense potentially. Yes, no that's way. what I'm getting. Not, that's what no. I'm getting. I just saw no, Stidham do it. I just saw Stidham film. do it. There's no, there's no film on the Stidham kid. There's, yes, there's there is. Time. He was in New England for like three, four years. Like there's film on him. 
He was I out there. Did he did he play that much? Yeah, he, he played. Did did he play that much <laughs> to where there's recognizable film? This film on him. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for my answer. That I was like, hey, yo. Hey, hey, let me. That, hey, look. Thank you for that answer. The Giants hey. do not. Now, the Giants play Minnesota. Absolutely. They have a, oh, they have a fighting chance. Yeah. yeah. Look, here's, a, here's a hot take right here, though. The Packers are going to the playoffs. Well, duh. Yeah. I mean, it's not that hot. All they have to do is win, and they own the Detroit Lions. Yeah. yeah and they, Detroit could be, yeah, hey, eliminated even hey, before. Hey, Detroit, Detroit's been looking good all uh, the, well, the second half of the I don't season. Wanna, I don't want to see know. Detroit in the playoffs versus um, Green Bay. Definitely. Because what does Green Bay do every time they get in the playoffs? They just stink it up. Like, it's not even exciting. Like, he doesn't even look like same Aaron Rodgers. Um, but Detroit, that, that'd be an exciting uh, situation. Detroit would beat somebody up, even if they, they don't would win the game. Beat, they, they, they would, would beat, beat somebody up. up. They would beat someone up. Definitely. That's why it'd be exciting. They may not win that game, but they're, you are going to leave like, damn, that is the Detroit Lions that we just played. Yeah. And you still got Seattle who can get in there, too. Nobody gives a shit about the Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> hey, but what if they sneak in? Man, I Gino. wouldn't, wouldn't want to watch waste, that. I mean, I, I, like, I, like Gino. I like Gino, but I, I don't want to see that game. I really don't want to <laughs> see that game. Uh, yeah, I'm happy that Gino was able to, you know, bring his career back to life. He's always yeah. been one of those guys. Who's like, one year I'm down, the next year I'm kind of doing my thing. This year was an exceptional year for Gino. I hope he wins comeback player of the year. Yeah, yeah 4,000 yards. Yeah, but absolutely fucking not. Get the fuck out of the way, Seattle. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to see that. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the way. <laughs> Hey, but you know what? I am trying to see Mike Tomlin get to the playoffs this week. He has a he chance. Needs a, he needs a lot of help. He needs what? Three teams lose. He needs the he needs New England to lose. Jacksonville to lose. What's the other team? Oh, Miami to lose. No, yeah. he he needs he he. Sorry, yeah, something um, like that. It's something so, like so that. Miami, Miami, Miami's probably going to lose. He play. I think it was they need to win. Um. Pittsburgh needs to win. Yeah, they need Miami to lose, and I'm sorry, they, they need, need Miami the Patriots to lose, to lose, which is re- realistic, and the Dolphins losing is realistic as well. Bro, you think the NFL is going to give the Bills this game against the Patriots? One thousand percent. Yeah, yeah, probably so. You said who's going to this game? Josh Allen is passing for three hundred yards this game. Stephon, hey, Diggs is about to get a hundred and at least a tug. Absolutely. It's happening. Yeah. Lock yeah. those yeah. in. Yeah, the NFL, the NFL, the NFL might give uh, the Bills one on Sunday. They that's why. Win. That's why Bill Belichick's actually leaving the NFL. The script was in. He saw the script. He's like, "Wait a minute, y'all, y'all are scripting against me." Yeah, he saw the script. Yeah, now nah, this script is definitely against him. Yeah, Bills, Bills are Bills are definitely going to the Super Bowl for sure. Did you guys know the NFL is listed as an entertainment industry and not a sports league? Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's why. So that's script, why referees in. That's why referees are not. Um. So is the NBA. Uh, that's why referees are not like full time. They're contractors because, and they don't use like uh, special equipment to make sure you know balls are you know they reach a certain point or you know like to be really particular like it's competitive sure. because you know they want to play it up for the for the fans and you know stuff like that. Yeah, man, it's looking a little spooky out there. Sorry, Bill. It's wraps curtains for you, buddy. Yeah. Now, I mean, they they may just be like it. I mean, not to sound like fucked up or anything, but they may be emotionally deflated. To be honest, like they may need like a week or two to recover. Granted, uh, possibly, but he did. He did. I think. I think. I think the whole thing about him. Um, 
being able to, you know, just see his teammates and them to see him. I think that kind yeah. of, I would think that that would have given them like a huge spark. You know, if they were getting terrible news up till now, I feel like it might be the reverse of that. Yeah, you know, they, sure. they're definitely sure. sparked. They're definitely sparked up. Yeah, they got the kid, they the got kid said like he's like you know excited for them the ball like you know like from everything yeah. I've heard so yeah I think they're hyped up probably they they're definitely gonna ball out this week if if you bet against Buffalo this week you you've lost just give me your money matter of fact yeah I mean seven's a large spread and it's in the division but after the week that the Bills just had and it hasn't even been a week that was Monday like it won't even be a full week like. Everyone's watching that game. Everyone's going to be focused on the Bills. Like, no one's going to be concerned about – is it a home game for the Bills? It is a home game for the Bills. Man. Yeah, they up at home, man. Somebody, somebody put up Just imagine the pregame uh, uh, rituals and everything for him. Well, can you – like, I, I don't know his um his status because I, I understand he's still in the hospital and they're doing different things. Could you imagine if he somehow made it to the game? Like That would just, be insane. <sighs> Like, I, I don't know what type of, like, how they would do it. Because I don't know, like, you know, like, what his limitations are. But, um, so you imagine? They probably say so for the it, playoffs. It would, it would, it would really <laughs> just depend. It would really just yeah. depend on, on how he's doing, like, physically as far as being discharged from the hospital. Because they're not going to be able, they're not going to be able to discharge him until he's, like, able to walk and, and yeah, just yeah, move yeah. around. Yeah, so, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're, so absolutely, it, they're absolutely it, saving that for the playoffs. They might it, be saying that, saving that for the, yeah. the Super Bowl. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's possible him, 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 uh, getting uh, wheeled out from the tunnel. That'd be that'd be insane. This, this, this would be the perfect storyline for the Bills to finally get their Super Bowl. Do you remember um, Brian Robinson? He came for the um, for the Commanders. He came out to to many men, like in his first. Uh, NFL appearance. Uh, no, nah, they, they said that was an edit, man. I thought was so. it really so an edit? Was, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Edit. I didn't. I mean, even if there's it was, no man. way Daniel Snyder was gonna let many men ring within Dude, FedEx. Daniel field. Daniel Snyder lets a lot of things ring, and that would have been wild though. But yeah, there's Daniel no way Snyder does, but it's not. He's not gonna do that you on national so? TV. Ain't no oh, fucking way. But that would have been know, perfect. Man. That would have been perfect. Yeah. Would have been absolutely perfect. That would have been savage, yeah. Getting yeah, shot. The, NF- the NFL would shut that cent. down. No, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. The NFL likes 50. He was on the Super Bowl just now. He had one song. And yeah. they probably they probably fought against it. Well, Dre they didn't like, want they didn't want 50 to I think that was the thing. They didn't want 50 to, to initially be there. And I think they had to really fight to have 50 be a part of that performance. Like uh um, like, like Jay Z. Yeah, like or whoever. Yeah, it wasn't like the hey, we want Fifty Cent here, you know, just kind of happened. <laughs> Fifty Cent is the biggest troll. They don't, they don't. They probably uh, don't is he the biggest troll? <laughs> Maybe he's one of them. He's one of them. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's one of them because I don't know if he's the biggest. I can name somebody bigger. Who? The game. Nobody game just be game. lying, bro. Like fifty he's don't. Not, he's, like, he's 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 one of the. He's, he's my guy. Outlier. He's my guy, and I I love his work, but he's a troll. But he's lying. My thing with him is that like he just he lies so much, man. It's like the um. <laughs> him, and Le- him and LeBron are in the race for who's the biggest. Yes, liar. yes. Fifty, fifty. <laughs> I mean, he may say some outlandish stuff, but it's more like he's not really lying. He just it's like a hurtful thing. Like he's he Talk says hurtful shit. things to people. You know, like so so well. <laughs> 
He told well, you know what? Mayweather read a book out of a Harry. He told her read a page out of a Harry Potter book. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, you oh, know, damn speak- well, been punched in the head one too many times. <laughs> speak, hey, speaking of lying though, a couple podcasts ago, I did not lie to you fellas when I told you realistically we had a chance to win the division. You did. Tell you me see that, where yeah. we're at. Well, you no, the, 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 conver- at. the conversation was, uh, is it possible? And I said, yeah, it's, you know, it's possible. It's just unlikely, you know, and. But, but TP I, was we, very strong with telling me it wasn't realistic. They, they, That's who right, I'm going right now. But I think, I think, I think the consensus was we all agree that it was still possible. It was just unlikely. And here we are in a situation where it's still unlikely, unlikely, but it's a little <laughs> bit more feasible currently than it was you know because at the time um that was prior to the jacksonville game i think or it might have been after the jacksonville game either way we didn't think philly was going to you know lose like this or you know oh, really come oh, down to the last game well i Hefe told you Hefe knew. Hefe knew. i told y'all Hefe i told y'all don't we didn't y'all don't lose against those eagles man you did something i tried that. to tell y'all on the pod man you did you did told the world that. actually you, did. you told the world you told don't play like right. shit man <laughs> Garden no matter. Just played worse. His his name his <laughs> his name was the starter, which means he's undefeated, which means it continues. Oh my god! Kudos, kudos, Andy Dog. Good, funny. well done. And Marshawn Lattimore, welcome back with the pick six for twelve yards out. Thank you, buddy. But yeah, both of those quarterbacks played like ass. Yeah, it was a pitiful game to watch. I will tell you that much. That was a god awful game to watch. Yeah. But yes, uh, Hefe, you were, you were the one that said that. There. You know, again, I, I, I don't want to jinx it. We still have a lot of game left. Yeah, I will be a big G Man fan this week, like I said. Um, but other than that, let's go ahead and uh, let's get into some Saturday football, fellas. We got two games on the slate this week. We got the uh, 13 and 3 Chiefs traveling to the 6 and 10 Raiders. The Chiefs are currently sitting atop of the entire AFC due to the Bills and uh, Bengals game getting suspended. Now travel to Las Vegas, and Mahomes is looking to put one more win under his belt. So, that, uh, and the Chiefs pray that the Bengals lose uh, one of its last. I'm sorry, the uh, the Bills lose one of its last games. Um, but I don't think now that after uh, well now as of today, I don't think now they're even playing that game. Um, so that doesn't even matter. Uh, the Raiders, though, they're losers of two straight games and eliminated from the playoffs. And with Derek Carr already on the bench, what's left for this team uh, to really play for here in this week 18? Uh, other than that, though, the total has gone over in five straight matchups between these two franchises. So that may be a look. Um, and the Chiefs are nine and one straight up in their last 10 games against the Raiders as well. Uh, TP, roll me in with some more stats on this one. I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult to say what will occur. Um It'll be the first place team in the AFC. I mean, pretty much it will be the Chiefs, but with the whole um, different scenarios, depending on who meets up with what, you know, the neutral sites that will occur. So that'll be how they kind of like address that situation in the event that the Chiefs end up running into the Bills or, you know, the Bengals win and the Bengals end up running into the Bills or Chiefs. So that's pretty much how they'll, you know, handle that situation but regardless of that the Chiefs I believe will continue to handle business as they take down the Derek Carlos Raiders but it'll be interesting to see what will happen because Jared Stidham had an excellent game last week as we spoke about earlier 365 and three tugs gets a very stout San Francisco defense and the Kansas City defense is a far cry from San Francisco's but in the same breath 
the San Francisco offense is a far cry from the Kansas City offense. Um, Devontae Adams was on record saying this week that there is a potential in Jared Stidham. And if he is to sustain such production, the coaching staff and the front office will obviously have to look at Jared Stidham as a potential option going into the future. Um, in my opinion, the obvious pick is Kansas City, but do not be surprised if they kind of lay down. Um, and this Jared Stidham kid just goes off. I mean, again, he there's no film on him. And apparently these rookies are trying to ball out. Or not rookies, but, you know, just you know, people with no film, not really playing a lot. So I didn't mean to call him a rookie. No disrespect to him. And I, I personally haven't seen this. I don't know what the film looks like on him, but apparently Trev's seen it. So, Trev, send me some of those clips, man. I need to see what's going on. Yeah, I'm gonna have to talk to Josh McDaniels. He got to send me some some stuff. Bill Belichick might have some some footage as well. But moving, hey, so. yeah, but uh, but Trev, man, with the with the spread right now, it's currently sitting at Chiefs minus nine and a half. Got any bets for us to go ahead and punch in on this? Yeah, I like the Raiders plus nine and a half, and I like them to potentially even maybe not get the win, but just keep it close. You know, three point six point game. Um. The Chiefs are two and seven against the spread the last 10 games. Uh, the Raiders have nothing to lose. They're just going out there and having fun. Uh, and the Chiefs have difficulty covering, you know, double digit spreads. Uh, to cover this, they'd have to win by 10 points or more. Uh, yeah, I'm not counting on the Chiefs to do this in a game where they don't absolutely have to win. Obviously, there's some, you know, things with the AFC playoff pitcher, you know, just due to you know, the outcome of Monday Night Football um, going on. But I don't think they lose this game. Um, I think Stidham looked good last week against the San Francisco 49ers, uh, one of the best defenses in the NFL. And um, I think he could do it again. I mean, not like I said, not win the game, but kind of keep it close. So uh, my money's on Raiders plus nine and a half. It's the only sensible play to me. Uh, they don't have anything to lose. Um, yeah. You're a lot more free when you have nothing to lose. You're just out there, just just hooping. Um, the Chiefs are going to be playing conservatively, uh, you know, probably so. Uh, Mahomes doesn't even have to be out there like that. Like they don't have to win this game. Um, it's not a must-win game for them. So the Chiefs are just, I'm the Chiefs. The Raiders are just going to have, you know, full effort. I, I think, you know, it's the last game of the season. They know they're going home after this. Um, it's an easy play for me. Raiders plus nine and a half. All right. Let's go ahead and get to Saturday night football. Uh, we got the seven and nine Titans at the eight and eight Jags. The Titans travel to Jacksonville in what will be the biggest game of the season for both teams as the division title and a wild card home game is on the line. And now losers in, in their last six games. Can the Titans pick up the pieces of their season and win the AFC South? The Jags return home on a four game win streak. Uh, that all started in Tennessee, and now the Jags can finish what they started and go to the playoffs for the first time since 2017. Uh, week 11, season looked like this. The Titans were 7-3. and three, The Jags were 3-7. and seven. Well, now look at things. The Titans, they are 8-3 and three against the spread in their last 11 meetings and 5-1 and one straight up in their last six meetings against the Jags. Uh, the total has gone over in four out of six of the last meetings between these franchises as well. TP. Roll me in with some more stats on this one. I mean, this game is here for all of it. It's it's for all of the marbles, man. This is my favorite division in the NFL, the AFC South. Super Bowl winning coach Doug Peterson, his faith has never wavered this season, kind of how Hefe's faith never wavered in the Cowboys and their opportunity to potentially win the division. And now we're in a position to make the playoffs for the first time since 2017. Joshua Dobbs will be starting his second game in Tennessee. He's dropped six straight. 
Scott off the team, man. I feel bad for Derrick Henry. It does make sense that Tennessee did rest Derrick Henry last week against Dallas for this game. That really matters. We'll be seeing a lot of him, I am sure, in this game. Maybe a little RPO action if it's in the playbook, given that Joshua Dobbs is a lot more mobile than Ryan Tannehill and didn't necessarily struggle when scrambling last week against Dallas. There was also success offensively in spots that could trickle over against Jacksonville, but this is a Jacksonville team that upset Dallas has been averaging 31 points per game in the last four. Now, Tennessee hasn't given up much, but on the 11th, I mean, yes, but on the 11th, they gave up 36 points to Jacksonville, and Jacksonville has not slowed down any sort in the next three weeks post that game. Derrick Henry has been optimal against this team, though, having two 200-yard games and three 100-yard games against this team. And now, but, I'm sorry, but now this is a different Jacksonville team that has a lot more heart, and I do think that this would be, this game will birth Jacksonville into the playoffs. Sorry, Tennessee. All right. Uh, Trev, with the current spread sitting at Jacksonville minus six and a half, you got any bets for us to punch in on this one? Um, yeah, so I lean Titans plus the six here. I feel like it could be a trap game. Everyone saw how the Jags, you know, played them the weeks ago. Jags are the hot team. Uh, they've looked really good in the past few matchups against their opponents. They just kind of dominated them. I mean, this is a matchup for all the marbles, and no one is really giving them a chance just because of who they have a quarterback right now. I think there's a chance they could win. Tennessee Titans have been to an AFC championship game recently. They've been to the the playoffs. Um, they know what they're doing. They know how to win those games at the end. Um, now, I think they tricked us for sure uh, when they were 7-3. and three. I definitely think they tricked us because I don't know what the heck happened for them to just do a complete reverse. But uh, I, I lean the Titans here. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they won. I also wouldn't be surprised if, um, you know, they covered the spread either. But um, – my picks here, my uh, my real picks are going to be Derrick Henry over 21 and a half rush attempts. Uh, TP, you made a good point. Uh, Derrick Henry had the week off last week when he played against us on Thursday Night Football. Um, that game had no implications on the postseason. So, um, of course, he sat out just to prepare for this game. Man, uh, Derrick Henry, at times, he can break off, you know, 30, 40, 50-yard runs pretty easily. Uh, this number was set at 21 and a half, and I think it's a pretty good one. Uh, we're going to see Josh Dobbs, you know, maybe struggle a little bit, uh, just throwing the ball deep, not because he doesn't have the ability, but just because he's kind of being inserted in this offense, and we know what the strength of this offense is, you know, it's Derrick Henry. Uh, but still, nonetheless, I, I believe that he will touch the ball over 21 and a half times, uh, 22 times at least. Um, they're going to feed him. They're going to give him um, – they're going to want to run him into the ground uh, after not playing last week. Uh, that's that's truly what I think. I wouldn't be surprised if this man has 25, 30 um, rush attempts. I really would not be. Uh, my other pick is Derrick Henry over 17 and a half um, uh, yards or his longest rush. Uh, so when Derrick Henry gets off, you know, sometimes he breaks off, you know, for, you know, easy 20 yards. Um, you only need him to get 17 and a half here. And um, I think that catches pretty easily. I bet this, um, I didn't talk about it on the show, but I bet this one um, maybe two weeks ago, the last time he played and he was able to, um, I think his longest rush was like 50. And like he had that in like two games, like 40, 50 yard rushes. So um, I definitely think he breaks 18. Um, doesn't matter if they try to stop him. Um, he's fresh, I would say. So I think he's uh, definitely in line to get that. But yeah, that's that's what I got for this one. Henry. Yeah. And anytime touchdown as well. I like I like that. I like that with um Henry every week, but especially uh in the division. I definitely like that play. He actually tied the NFL record for a 99 yard carry against Jacksonville. So 
Okay. To your point about the the long runs that he breaks off, he he has a history against Jacksonville doing it. So. Yeah. One one play I just thought about um was also the play of him having over um what's it called um over 94, 93 and a half rushing guards. That's his his rushing total. I, I'd take that too. I definitely would take that. I mean, they're playing for all the marbles. Like this man's gonna touch the ball as many times as he possibly can. And uh, it wouldn't surprise me he gets over a hundred pretty easily. Like not even a little bit. Until there's too much money on him and they tell him to shit down. I'm not gonna tell him to shit down. I don't think so. No, no. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what I got for that one. All right, well, y'all can go ahead and join Triple Babble right back here again tomorrow as we go back-to-back with it and get right back into some Week 18 NFL Sunday games. Until then, I hope everyone enjoys these two Saturday football matchups, and I'll see y'all right back here tomorrow. El Jefe is out. My hair is becoming untamable, and I have no idea what to do with it um, and what a title of book I feel. TP's out of here. Um, your hairstyle reminded me of um. Remember when the weekend was like really like had the hair like just for a second, it made me think of like the weekend when he like had his hair like really long, like that. I feel like when my hair gets like put to the side like this, and there's like a little mini part right here. It makes me feel like a neo soul artist or a poet. Like I should be doing slam poetry somewhere. You should like definitely be doing slam. Poetry. Yeah, Def Jam poetry for sure. Um, poetry slam, but uh. <laughs> Anyways, everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of Triple Babble Podcast. Um, join us on the very next episode. We will break down all the games happening on week 18 uh, Sunday um, in the NFL season, uh, the last of the regular season. So it's been a long year. We will be covering the playoffs as well. Um, so please continue listening to us. Um, but until then, check us out on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Give us a good rating, um, good review if you're kind and nice. But um, until then, this is Trev, um, your host, and we'll talk to you next time. Out.